another edition of Mr. Nice Guy. I'm Ben Slowey, uh, coming at you this evening with a hip-hop artist. Um, he's been dropping a song steady all summer. Uh, he's got a new one out that came out uh, this past weekend. Um, it's a very uh, poignant track. Um, it's called uh, Slice Mike. Yeah. And uh, um, I'm excited to get to know him as an artist and hear about uh, his passions and why he does what he does. So, uh, Mike Hell X, how are you doing this evening? Ah, uh, man, I'm great. I'm doing great, man. You know, I had ran a couple of errands earlier, so I'm just a little bit exhausted. But other than that, it's a great day, you know. Yeah, agreed. Um, yeah, what'd you do today? Um, well, shoot, man. I know I had to had to go pick up my girl. I had to go take her some places, and then. My mom's out of town, so I had to go watch her, you know, her cats and everything, and all that, and then et cetera, so. I get that for sure. Yeah, yeah. man, I, I, um, my days are pretty uniform these days. Like, I kind of just, like, I wake up, make coffee, uh, find music to write about for the day, and then mm -hmm. I write it, and uh, probably got some podcasts in the afternoon, and then I get drunk at night, and then I sleep, and then I wake up and do the exact same thing the next day. <laughs> oh, man. Sound like you living your best life, you ask me. Yeah, man. <laughs> it's, it's until I run out of money, um, until my unemployment runs out. But, oh, uh, I hear that. Yeah, but uh, I did publish your song today, and uh, um, how do you say the guy who's featured uh, on it, how do you say his name? Oh, uh, M-O-F Monet. MOF Monet. Yeah, yep. shout out to him. Uh, I'm uh, looking forward to talking about that track because I know it was really uh, special to you. Mm -hmm. um, that is before... also my little brother, by the way. So. Shout out. Shout out the little bro. <laughs> so, um, yeah, uh, so um, what we talk about on Mr. Nice Guy, we talk uh, love and fear, passion and creativity. And, um, <clears throat> you know, I... Um, We've been uh, Facebook friends for a while. Um, mm -hmm. You know, I, I saw that you were starting to, like, you know, drop your music on um, all streaming platforms this summer. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think we managed to cover pretty much all of them, I think. But um, I, you know, I, I really dig vibes a lot. Like, I, um, you know, I, I think that uh, you've got, like... Um, a really like personable uh, demeanor. Um, you know, you're out here just like doing what you have to do to succeed in life. And I really admire that. And uh, before we talk about all the stuff you dropped, you know, um, Michael, we're gonna have to talk about how you became the, the artist that you are. So let's hear a little bit about uh, how music became a creative outlet for yourself growing up. Ah, oh, man, sure. where can I even start? Honestly, um, I've always had, you know, of course, you always had a love for music, but I was uh, more so pushed to go further with music from um, my brothers, uh, Sean Mill, Jalen G, you know, uh, Josh Jenkins, you know. Yeah. And, uh, oh, G I love Gilles. Josh. Hell yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, man. We all, we all went to the same except for sean mill we all went to the same high school um that's where i met most of them but sean mill was like a neighbor that always went over house every weekend and stuff so 
we just be in the basement just writing and, you know, coming up with stuff. And, you know, I don't know if you heard of the group ADHD, but. Yes. Oh, yes. Yep. I was uh I was definitely a part of that group early early on and everything you know throughout high school had a lot of uh, tracks with them but um I say after high school probably like two years after we dropped our first album um I kind of broke off kind of did my own thing and uh, you know it was still love for my brothers but um, you know just kind of had to shed you know spread my wings and do my own you know. And um, it was, I'm, I'm going to be honest, you know, I I didn't right away, like, really drop music everywhere. I more so just dropped music on my on my SoundCloud page at uh, Living Dreams. But uh, my brothers kept pushing me, you know, they was, uh, we, you know, showing me, like, a, a recording studio. Um, his name is uh, Icon Verse, shout out to Verse, mm-hmm. you know, always helping me out, helping me go further, everything. And um, yeah, so like this summer, like, you know, like I just start dropping plenty of music. I wanted to drop a tape, but I couldn't because of the coronavirus. So a lot of my work just got got backed up, you know? So um, yeah, tape is definitely coming soon, hopefully this fall. Oh yeah, man, we love to see it. <clears throat> um, mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, what uh, what high school did you go to? I went to uh, James Madison. I came to UW, to Milwaukee for UWM. Um, mm-hmm. That's how I ended up here. Um, hey, shout you- out too. Shout out to uh, Illinois, you know. I got a lot of family in Illinois, so actually. Like, um, my uh, my mom's side of the family, a lot of her family from Illinois. And um, I don't know if you know who Tevin Campbell is, but. Uh, the I've, one heard, I've heard the name. Yep, yep. He was a. Uh, on the Fresh Prince of Bel Air, and also he's part of the Goofy movie. Played oh, Power right, Man. yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. That's actually uh, that's my cousin on my mom's oh, side. So, yeah, and a lot of them are in Illinois, you know, in Chicago and all that. So, yeah, oh, dope. Shout out to Cuz then. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, man, that's that's super cool. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Uh, so, did you like? Did you see yourself as? like an artist when you were like a kid? Like, what did you want to be when you were a kid? Um, As a kid, I've always just wanted to be like, I just wanted to be entertaining. You know, I was always this this guy that like, at first I, I come off kind of shy, but then once I start warming up to people, like I'm real goofy. I like to keep people laughing, entertain. And honestly, my first love, the first thing I, I always started off with was uh, drawing. Mm-hmm. I have a big passion for drawing. And, you know, like, I feel like art and music are like hand to hand, you know? Oh, yeah. It's like the visual and audio version and stuff. You know, I can't even draw without music. So, yeah. you know. Oh, yeah. That's beautiful. I, I agree that the visual component is, it's crucial when you're dropping music. Like, I mean, just so that, like, people, when they're, when they're, like, uh, listening to your music, like, they can put themselves in that headspace that you want them in. And that's, you know, that's almost as important as uh, the the music itself. And, um, you know, I, uh, <clears throat> I was never much of, like, a big music video guy, but this year I became one. When I started writing, like, actually like publishing music 
on mm-hmm. our site, I started watching a lot more videos. Oh yeah, definitely. Hey, my my brothers like Jalen G, Sean Mill, and uh, Eli Stones. They've been really dropping some some dope uh, visuals oh, and stuff, man. And G Gifty, I say G Gifty too. Hell yeah, hell yeah, dude. Bro, Eli Stones dropped <laughs> one of Alan and I's favorite tapes this summer, uh, Star Sixty Seven, and then Purple Skies came out. Man, he's got a gift for sure. All those guys do. You know, Jalen as well, Sean, uh, AG. Like, those guys really, you know, they're, they know what they're doing. And I know they've uh, been tenured in the scene. So They definitely motivate me a lot, man. You know, we keep our nice uh, close circle and we don't do, you know, no BSing. We just keep elevating. We keep pushing each other, you know. Like, and it's all love, it's all competitive, you know, like, it'd be like, oh, you dropped that? You came yeah. out with this? Okay, okay, let me see what I can do now. Yeah, you know, yeah. Let me see how I could do something, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's that's the healthy competition, you know? Like, <laughs> ultimately, you know, you're doing it for yourself at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so, um, so, like, how old were you when you uh, wrote your first raps? Man, ah, that's that's a question right there. I I believe I was like, I was I was probably about like fourteen. Mm. I was fourteen, around like fifteen. Um, I was going into my junior year of high school, um, and you know, me and Mark, me and Sean Mill, we would you know always write music together. We like show each other stuff. And um, um, I say, like, that's when I first started recording because Sean had a studio and everything, a little setup and all that. But I say, like, I even, like, I wrote, like, little parody songs even back in eighth grade. I would, one time it was a class project, and I, um, I jumped on the teacher desk, and I started rapping my whole, my whole thing. She was like, I'm the first, and I'm going to be the last, and you do it again, I'm going to get put on timeout, all that. But, <laughs> but uh, I say officially, it had to be a uh, sophomore year. That's mm-hmm. when I started. That's when I got into the group and everything. Dope. Um, were you like a class clown, kind of? I was, I was like that real, I started off real quiet. You know, like in high school, my freshman year, I just played basketball and all that, you know, and then after I start getting used to being here and stuff, like that's when I start being more goofy and more that, you know, that dude that everybody was like gravitating to is like the funny guy, you know, so. Oh yeah, man, that's the way to go. I I feel like I was like, uh, I was, I mean, I was definitely like a, like I had a lot of anxiety as a kid. So like, I feel mm-hmm. like I acted out a lot because of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I was kind of a clown too, and it got me in a lot of trouble. But hey, yeah. I made it out. So, um, mm-hmm. so now I can just be a I can just be a clown and and uh, you know make a platform out of it. So, uh, <laughs> it's not how you start, but it's how you finish. That's that's right. Gotta remember. That's food for thought, right there. So, uh-huh. um, what are some of your favorite artists? Like, what have been some of your influences? Um. I have to say, like, I know it's a typical one, but 
I, I have to say like Drake is one of them, you know? And um, I was actually repping Drake uh, back when Lil Wayne was number one, you know? He was on top and everybody who said Drake was better, they was crazy, you know, all of that. So Drake had- 10 years ago. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. then I had to say, of course, like Kanye, that was my, that was actually my first hip hop album I ever got. My mom's, uh, one of her ex-boyfriends uh, had gave me like a bootleg disc of uh, Champion. And it was just like, ever since I listened to that, like it was just crazy. Cause before then I was listening to like uh, Justin Timberlake and like Sugarland and yeah. you know, plenty of jazz music, you know, all that. But I say like, you know, Frank Ocean, Tyler Creator, but one of the top number one dudes I really feel inspired and influenced by is uh, Childish Gambino. Oh, hell yeah, man. I actually yeah. just started watching Community um, that Donald Glover's in. Oh, yeah. He's, uh, he's in that show, but it's, it's, it's him. It's Donald, you know, outside of the Gambino stuff. But mm -hmm. it's... Um, but man, he's he's such an he's so inspiring. He's one of the most like <clears throat> I feel like he's just one of the most well-rounded celebrities um, in the he game. Is. He most definitely is, man. You know, he's like a renaissance man, to be honest. And um, the way his career was, it's just it's inspiring because it was like this kind of like weird, uh, kind of like nerdy dude that wasn't getting too much attention just like sprouted and, you know, he's doing not only music, but he's acting and, you know, like even directing all type of stuff. Like it's, it's more so like something I want to do in my career. Like I want to be more than just an artist. You know, I don't really like just the artist label cause I do so much, I have so many talents. So um, I, I definitely inspired, I definitely be inspired by uh, Charles Gambino, Donald Glover and stuff and his work, you know. Dope, dope. That's awesome, man. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah, I think creative is a more applicable term for a lot of these guys, like that do a lot of different stuff. You know, like um, I mean, artists can mean a lot of different things too, but creative is like I feel like like the most all-encompassing. So, oh, for all intents definitely. and purposes, you're a creative. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, um, so. Mr. Kells, we're gonna have to talk about your songs this year. Um, so, uh, so the first song you dropped this summer was "Real." Uh, tell, tell us about that song. Real, that was more so like, huh? I'm trying to think. How can I explain that? It was more so like, like a song I wanted to bring out that was just like, kind of had like a, a nice little bounce to it, but then also like you know like actually bringing back like real love trying to put positivity into the world and stuff you know like it's just nothing but good vibes good energy and i wanted it to be something that not only like somebody my age could mess with but even like a, a old school or an older head could really vibe with and everything you know i've had like um i've had like mothers and like uh even grandmothers like you know kind of doing a little two yeah. steps to it, you know, all that. So it's, that's, that's definitely great for me. It's a great feeling for me, but that's real, you know. Just bringing back real love. That's, that's all I have to say, bringing back hey, real totally. love. totally. <laughs> yeah, 
that's dope. That's dope. Uh, I've noticed that um, you like <clears throat> you like uh, in your in your cover artworks. Uh, you like some of like the more um, the brighter colors. You know, like the 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 pinks, the shades of pink and stuff. I mean, I dig it. I I think <laughs> pink is a dope color. Um, mm -hmm. I like your. I like the how. Um, who does uh, artwork for you? Um. Well, when it came to to real, the person that did the artwork for that one was uh, actually Eli Stone. So I hit up my brother and everything. I was like, "Hey, Eli, man, I need you to help me out work your magic. You know, I'm gonna send you the track, and you know, I just want it to be like real vibrant. I want it to be real nice and everything." And, that's what he produced for me, you know. Shout out to Eli Stones on the covers. And um, a lot of the other tracks, I have to say, I I more so did. That was more so oh, my yeah. idea. So. Well, you draw, so that would make sense, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so how about uh, Deja Vu? Oh, Deja Vu? Well, you know, I had to uh, make that because it was like, it was more so made for uh, my girlfriend, my current girlfriend and everything and it's just like um i've known her since my senior year of high school and it was just like recently we became a thing you know back then i was just like she was just somebody i seen and i was like dang i really like i could see myself being with her i don't know why but i really vibe where i really mess with her energy and everything and when I first tried to talk to her, uh, we was on the bus together, and I was so nervous. I was just like, okay, after we pass this stop, I'm going to ask her for a number. And then stop came, I'll be like, okay, after this stop, I'm yeah, yeah, her, yeah. you know? Yeah. And then eventually I tried, and I got turned down. It was just like a no, and I was hurt going home. But then <laughs> came to found out, like, she was just as nervous as I was, and um, then she ended up, when we ended up telling each other how we feel about each other, um, she ended up leaving for like two years to New Orleans and then came back uh, recently and it was just like, um, we just kind of, we just clicked. It was like nothing really changed and um, I just felt like that, listening to that song, that instrumental, I was like, man, like, it brings back memories of like how I just felt like this was destined to be eventually, you know. So that's why. And her name is Deja too. So you know, kind of like a play on yeah. that. Shout out to Deja then. Yep, yep. That's my baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's dope, man. I I I know that nervousness. Um, I went through that too when I was younger. Like I used to like. I I had no idea how to talk to girls. Like I would um. And I would tell every, I would tell like everybody, except for the girl I had a crush on that like I had a crush on her, and I was like, oh, can you like you can go talk to her for me? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I'd end up just, you know, being a fool, and mm -hmm. I'd get too nervous to actually like do anything about it. But over time, man, like it is a great feeling when like you like somebody and then you end up like you know you, you might think that somebody's like out of your league or something or right that's how i felt with her that's yeah how I felt with her, really. but you feel like a real like champion and you believe in yourself when 
you go after it and you know you're yeah you you end up with somebody like that that like you thought was too good for you like Mm -hmm. it's a good reflection on yourself you know it's like hey i am good enough you know Mm -hmm. and it's just like with her it was just like you know like it was so much of things that we had in common you know because she's like she's an artist just like me you know and i mean like she be drawing you know like that's her big thing and you know she's into like the gaming and the anime and i was just like oh oh my heart like it was, yeah. just, it was crazy man so just to have her i even look at her now and be like this is re- this really happened like like you right. really with me and stuff man you know so yeah, yeah hell yeah man that's that's fucking awesome dude i'm happy <laughs> Thank um you. so then uh, let's talk about vibes um mm. i really dig this song for sure Thank you. Uh, vibes, man, that one, that was just like, as soon as I heard the beat, I was thinking like, that's 90s all the way, you know? Like it gave me like a, a 90s type of feeling, like more so like, you know, like I could see myself in the music video, just like dancing like Diddy or something like that, you know? Like, um, it was just like, I wanted to make a 90s more sounding song but at the same time i wanted to um kind of like rep my city you know rep where i come from i'm from the north side of milwaukee so i gotta add that you know you got slide on me on the north side you know and i felt like nobody was better for that song than my cousin uh cold cheese you know that's the second person that's on it and you know he just killed it man he was great, and it was just like when I um, when I was telling people, you know, it, it was a long time coming, but when we finally linked up and he he came and got in and stuff, it was like, dude, it was best thing ever. So definitely expect a, a music video from that one. I'm gonna Good. Be <laughs> Good. We we love those. Uh, I really can't you. even like. I feel like I can't create without listening to like some old school type of vibe music, like some old hip hop, you know, like some Ice Cube or some Tupac or even like some old Kanye or something, you know, cause it's just like with today's music, like if I wanted something like real turnt, maybe I'll listen to somebody that like an artist from today or something like that. But if I'm really trying to get in, in my bag and my more deeper, more realer songs, I have to turn on like, Today was a good day or like some, um, you know, Dear Mama, something like that, you know? Totally. Maybe some some early Jay-Z would fall into that category for me personally. Um, Yeah. Oh, yeah. Some always Nas, too. Did you, speaking of Nas, you heard that new album? I haven't listened to it yet. Um, I heard it was, I heard it was pretty dope. Man. I don't even think I don't even think dope is the word for it to be honest. Like starting out the first the first song of that album was crazy. So Okay. Yeah. I'll put it on after this is over then. Mm-hmm. I will. Um hell yeah, man. Um well then that brings us to your latest track, which um we which you dropped this past weekend and I know that this was a very visceral track for you, you know. Um, I guess if you want to share the story behind it, uh, please do. Um, 
Oh, with, with Slice Mike, um, I just had to, I had to make that for my dad and everything like that. Like, um, I don't even know where to really start. It was just like, you know, like he was, he was just like a, a great dude, you know, and um, I wasn't, I'm not biologically his, you know, it was like DNA. Um, and it turned out I wasn't his, but at the same time, he's still, you know, still looking out for me, still there. He's saying like, you know, you're my son. And when we reconnected back when I was in high school, um, he just like stayed on me. He just like hit me up, anything I needed. He would let me know any functions. He would let me know everywhere we go. He'd tell the family like, you remember him, this fat man, man. You know, that's, a, that's another little thing. Not too many people know, but on my dad's side of the family, they call me fat man. So <laughs> that was it. That's nice. a little thing over there. But yeah, man, um, I had to make that song because back in 2018, I remember, um, I just remember I was on a date, man. And um, I got a phone call from my little brother and he just told me like, you know, what happened. It was just like, you know, like uh, my sister's um, boy, you know, her ex-boyfriend. It was an ex-boyfriend of hers had uh, killed him. And um, it was just like, it was like a nightmare, man. Like, I was just like thinking like, bro, is somebody pranking me? Like, this isn't real, you know? Cause he just wanted to be a grandfather. He just wanted to be there for his children, see us succeed. And it was crazy. Cause I seen him the same day that, the same night that he passed away, I seen him earlier that day and, you know, joking around and saying I love you and all that. And I just would have never believed it, you know? And I know my dad was really a, a big hip hop head, you know? And he liked, you know, them old school, them like gangster, gangster rap artists, like, yeah. you know, Ice Cube and Dr. Dre and uh, Pimp C, you know, like something like UGK, all that. So. I just had to do that and I had to make a song that was like more so had a Southern feel, something that he would mess with. And it's crazy too, cause when I tried to record the song, um, the song, you know, like that part where I was like, tell me what the future hold, that part was not going well for me. You know, it was just not going well at all. Like it was, my engineer verse, he was trying to suggest something different. Like I say, something a little different. I wasn't messing with it. And next thing you know, the whole system just crashed. I pretty much finished everything except for that part. And the whole system crashed. Everything I recorded was lost. You know, I, of course I got an extra hour for that, you know, and the second take, um, it just felt, it just felt perfectly, you know, and it was like, I felt like it was my dad's spirit just like telling me like, you know, like, oh no, you finna get this right. You finna do this right. You know, like this is, this is a song for me. Oh, you finna have this one right. You know, so even after the day he passed too, I, I just to go back on that, um, I remember like a butterfly just like landing right next to me, you know. And usually butterflies mean like a person that a loved one that you love um, moving on to uh, the next life and everything and letting you know that they're okay 
and that they want you to be safe and keep moving forward. And um, with back to the song, um, the same day that like I recorded it, um, I just seen a butterfly just go past me when I was leaving the studio too. And um, it was just like, okay, I hear you dad. And when I tried to upload it, I was actually trying to upload it for two weeks prior to the day it dropped, but I was running into plenty of difficult difficulty trying to get that together. So I was like, man, I don't know what I'm gonna do. And when I tried to upload it on some new phone, uh, I seen the song was just up, like it, it got uploaded. So, you know, so I was like, man, like that's nothing but my dad. That's just like, let me know, like, yo, like you're doing great. And we're gonna continue that and you definitely gonna put my song on your tape. Like it's going on there. I want everybody to hear that. So yeah, that's that's the whole backstory to that one, man. He, he's just a great dude, man. Hey man. Thank you for sharing that, dude. Um man, I'm I um I hear you like that you felt his presence with you when you were putting this one together, you know, like you felt uh, that's enough to like, you know, completely like redefine your whole perception of like why you do this, you know, like what you, who you're doing it for, what you're doing it for. And man, I'm, I'm just so happy to hear that. Like, you know, you were able to put such a tragic um, loss like that into something that is a beautiful dedication um so, yeah man I, I i could you know i could hear like when i was listening to that song earlier today like i could hear that really like pervasive emotion and that the part where you're like i don't like tell me what the future holds like that was a part where i was like kind of like you know i was like kind of like um thinking because i was thinking about the context of the song and i was thinking like what like could this mean you know like what is he trying to say here you know like this is no this is this is sort of like the this is the real true vulnerability that you're putting out into this song through though through that bar and uh, you know it's about like hey we don't know what's going to happen but you're going to be okay Definitely. That's, that's exactly what it is, man. You know, it's just like talking to God, like, you know, just like what, like, if I could just see like what's going to happen next, you know, like, you know, what, what my future has in store for me, like, you know, will I be able to get my message out before it's too late, knock on wood, or is, you know, what I is, will I not be able to finish and it goes to the next person, but it's just like, you know, um, even just with loved ones too, you know, like you, I feel like in a way I took for granted, um, how much time I had with him. Cause I thought it was just like, you know, like something like that would never happen to him, you know, so early in his life and everything. And it's just like, um, I know I'd be distant sometimes with people here and there, but you should always cherish your loved ones and stuff because you never know what the future holds and everything, man. And um, that uh, I actually put a clip of 
his voice in the song, you know, starting off and ending because that was actually the last video that he sent to me of my baby sister uh, walking and everything. So, yeah, man. Hey, dude, that's, that's a beautiful testimony. Very beautiful testimony. Um, I'm glad that you dropped that, that for like, for all the reasons, you know, we, we mentioned earlier, like, I'm, I'm really happy that you did something like that because, you know, you're doing it for like, sure. You're doing it for, because you're an artist and that's what you do, but it's also like, this is like, you're putting it out for the universe to hear you, you know? So, um, so that being said, um, and uh, what what's next for you? I, I mean, you said you mentioned a tape earlier. Uh, I'm love to hear about what you uh, what you're thinking about. How you're gonna continue piecing together uh, whatever it is you're working on? Well, um, actually, I plan on dropping um, a couple more uh, singles and everything. I have. I'm planning for the fourth to drop my uh, single "Soul." That's gonna be my next single I dropped and then this Friday yep 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 okay yep so that's that's the next single that's coming out and uh it's basically about not really me but like artists that want to sell out for the industry and like they'll they're willing to give up anything just to have that fame and you not you know not don't even care even if they get like a little fortune you know like they're not really knowing that you know like you're selling yourself out you're selling yourself short and you're basically selling your soul to to a record label to promote all this bad stuff this negativity and people don't even really understand that in the lyrics because it's such a a vibe you know it's it's, you know the, the beat hits you so hard that you don't think about that so that's what the kind of perspective i was going with that song right there and um I plan on dropping my tape this fall too. So everything goes great. All my I'm I'm done recording. I just need all my features, everybody on there, and everything goes the way it's planned. You'll get a tape out of me this fall. Hell yeah, bro. Love to hear that. Um, mm-hmm. um well I'll I'll add you to the list on Friday then. Um, <laughs> It is like it, it is so fucking hard to be a creative right now in the sense where it's like, you know, you want because being a creative sort of, you know, is based out of the, it's based out of like the constructs of everyday normal society. It's like you know you work your day job, you, you know, you spend time with your your girlfriend or your boyfriend or you hang out with your friends and then you work on music on the side or you do this art on the side. Like, it's like all that shit has been so redefined this year because it's like, you know, some of us are not working right now. Some of us are, some of us are kind of in like a mix of both. Mm-hmm. Some, it almost feels like, it almost feels like selfish to be, like creating right now because like I think about man like what do I need to do right now to like help you know the revolution going on in our in our nation right now you know or sometimes mm-hmm. I think about like what if I got 
I should check in with my friends more, you know, make sure they're doing good. I, I should go leave town for a week and I should see my family. But I, but like, you know, at the same time, it's like, this is our love language to the universe is being a creative, you know, and uh, assembling, you know, your artistic expression because it's your way of making sense of the world. And so, mm-hmm. like, you know, I know artists that have just, like, you know, have been so, have felt so weak right now because of everything going on where they feel like they can't create. And they feel like they can't, they just have so many other things on their mind. Like, they're worried for their survival. And me personally, like, for one, writing every day, like, you know, finding the Milwaukee music that's been out, like, it's been keeping me fucking sane this year. Like, it has been my saving grace, to, and as well as doing the show, obviously. But, like, mm-hmm. man, like, if it weren't for all the creatives that are still working right now, like, I would be so lost without, you know, their guidance of, you know, the, the language they're speaking through creative expression to kind of put words to what a lot of people are feeling right now. Most definitely. So, like, definitely. So, I mean, I'm, I'm really happy for you that, like, you have been, you've kind of found your footing here in this, in this pandemic. And, like, you've, you know, you've been working on tracks. You've been, you know, in the studio. You know, you've been, you've got this whole, like, um, like uh, you've got, like, a game plan, essentially, of, like, mm-hmm. who's dropping what and, like, what your goals are. And, uh, man, like, that's... It's so great to have. It's a really precious gift to be able to like keep creating at this time, you know, and, and that way that makes it not selfish because you are helping a lot of people. And so I was, I was definitely going to say that too, man. Um, it's just like <clears throat> during this time, I feel like this is the time most definitely that we need more creatives to kind of step up, you know? So it's like, earlier this year for for example like when the pandemic started really hitting um even even with me like my anxiety was just going through the roof it was just crazy like i was just like i had to talk to my grandmother even to kind of like calm me down some and next thing you know charles gambino like um i noticed that he dropped the tape and he dropped his album and i've been waiting so long for another Dino album and just hearing that whole album straight through, it gave me like that great feeling. Like it, it put a tear in my eye, honestly, cause it was just like, made me just like want to just go and create more, you know? And even hearing all these artists making all these songs about like, you know, black power and, you know, like bringing awareness to police brutality and everything. Like that really helps push forward the message of like, you know, like a lot of black people are getting killed at a crazy rate out here. And it's just like, it's, it's just, even with the thing that happened in Kenosha, like it, it made no sense to shoot them like seven times. Yeah. In the back. You feel me? Like seven right. times is extreme. And then you have uh, um, this one, uh, this white kid that's not even from Kenosha, let along Wisconsin, 
and he's yeah. walking around with the, you know, in like what was it, assault rifle? AR fifteen, yeah, AR fifteen. Exactly, and he's walking towards the police with that same that same weapon. And, and he killed like, two okay. people, and then he got away with. He he and got he was allowed to walk off. Not only that, too, but it's just like I'm pretty sure people was pointing and yelling out, "Hey, that's the guy that shot." He just shot two people over here. He just killed two people over here. Like, and they just kept going towards the scene. They wasn't even acknowledging him. And it's just like, what What if that was a black dude? You feel me? What if the roles were switched, you know? And what would you have done then? What would they have done then? They would have been ready to take him down, you know? So it's just like, um, even help from like people from the Bucks, and like all these organizations, brewers, like yeah, the brewers too. Yep, exactly, man. Like all these organizations, uh, and these artists. This is exactly what they need to use their platform for, and uh, they just need to. Even though they're human too, even though we're human too, because I'm also part of that artist group. Um, we just gotta try our best to uplift each other, and not only that, just like really cherish your loved ones you know you really need to cherish who you be around yeah. and who you um if they was gone tomorrow like somebody that you, you really miss even if you don't see them too often you know like you just need to really embrace them and not only that like it's it's definitely a change coming in, yeah. in america it's definitely a change and you know with um the Black Lives Matter movement, uh, I don't see this going anywhere. Like, it's, it's not going anywhere anytime soon. Which leads me to also thank you and appreciate you because I know you've been, I've been seeing your snap and everything, man. I've been paying attention and I appreciate you joining along with it, man. You know? Oh, yeah, man. We, we have to. I think mm -hmm. the revolution's not an option. So, man, I... I appreciate that. So thank you for saying that, man. Oh yeah, man. You definitely, you definitely deserve your roses while you're still here, man. Because you know, you've been, I've been noticing, and I've been, I, I definitely appreciate you a lot, man. Hey, man. Okay. Likewise, likewise, <laughs> dude. So as we're uh, closing out here, uh, Michael. Um, so tell me, uh, tell me what keeps you up at night. What keeps me up at night? Yeah. Uh, music, man. If it ain't music, it's drawing. And it's just like, even music is still a part of that because like I said, I can't, I cannot draw without music. You know, it's, it's not, I'm not going to be able to get in that creative mindset, you know? So it's just like always trying to strive for better. Like that's something that my mom always instilled in me, you know, like she left her job, uh, a good paying job, Probably, I mean, I think it was like making 18, 20, between 18 and 20 an hour. And um, she started her own cleaning business, you know? Oh, wow. Uh, back when I was like, probably like 10 years old, I remember putting flyers in the mailboxes with her, you know, in, in the houses. And um, still to this day, she's still keeping strong with it. And she just like always, and you know, told me like, it's something that, something that you want. You strive towards it and you call it into existence right now, you know, because, um, 
you know, like usually like when we say we can't and we say that we don't have, that's letting, you know, God or the universe know like, you know, like we don't have it or like, you know, like we just, this is where we at in life or like that's where we're going to just be in life, you know, versus like when we say like, I got this, I'm this great artist, I'm one of the most inspirational of all time, you know, putting stuff like that in the world, it's like, okay, you are, then I'm finna lay out the ground, I'm finna lay out the road for you to keep pushing forward and keep doing your thing and stuff, you know? You just gotta go and get it. And that's when my mom is like my biggest hero because she showed me like, if you want to succeed in life, then it's possible. You know, yeah. you can do whatever you want, so. Oh yeah, man, shout out to moms, they're magical. Yeah. Yep, yep. <laughs> what uh, what puts you to sleep? What puts me to sleep? Yeah, man. Um, I don't really know, honestly. Like, I honestly, I don't really sleep too much or too often. You know, it'll be like if I go to sleep, I go to sleep really late at night. Like, I've even worked third shift jobs. That's more so my type of speed and. Um, getting off from a third shift job, I would like go straight into back when I was living with my mom's, go straight into the basement and I would start writing or I'll start trying to create something, you know? Yeah. I yeah. think when I feel like I've accomplished something, like accomplished this vision that I have in my head, that would help me go to sleep and for, for some time till I get Couple up. Couple hours. Couple yeah, hours. basically. Basically. Yeah. I hear you, man. Thank you so much for being on the show, Michael X. Um, I had a great time getting to know you, and I appreciate you as a human being and also just as, a, as an artist out here. And I, man, I look forward to seeing what you got coming up in store for us. So we'll be looking yeah, out. Definitely, man. And I appreciate you too, man. Like, I, a lot of times I just wake up and I see you just tag me in, like, you know, this article that y'all made, and I'll be like, dude. This is so dope. Like this, that would actually make my whole day. Like it would be like, just to know, like I'm doing, I feel like I'm doing something right, you know? And just like, you know, like y'all really, um, y'all really uh, are part of like this Milwaukee culture. And y'all really, you know, is a big help to a lot of artists in Milwaukee trying to bring a name to ourselves and stuff, man. So that's something that, you know, is it's gonna be like, going on to generations really man and yeah i appreciate you a lot too man for this interview <laughs> i appreciate that dude you know if we if we can help one person we've done our job so thanks for watching mr nice guy everybody uh we'll be tagging michael x and his music and check it out